Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Nine o'clock hour, hanging out with you in the DriveHubler.com studios. Zach Kiefer going to join us from The Athletic here in about three minutes. Zach Osterman will join us from the Indianapolis Star at uh, 9.30 in a half an hour or so. Uh, we talked a little bit there before we did our over-underreactions, however you want to put it, our overreactions on a Tuesday. Uh, Stephen Holder reporting why Jonathan Taylor not on the sideline. KB, you had the article up. I have not seen this. As of yet. Yeah, and this is from Steven's story about Jonathan Taylor. Again, not at the game on Sunday. Um, Steven writes, That's a continuation of how things have played out the past couple weeks when Taylor's time around the team has been minimized, according to sources, at the request of the team. Taylor often departs for the day before the Colts' midday practices following his morning ankle rehab sessions. From all appearances, the relationship between Taylor and the team has not improved. So, is there uh, any story there? I, I'm trying to. I mean, I guess I don't like it, but I, well, I, 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 I don't think, know how much to make of it. You know, the, the next quote-unquote deadline is just what happens after week four. So, um, the fact that you're now approaching the halfway point of the season and seemingly the relationship has not gotten any better, I guess that would be where the story is. Again, it seems like the Colts are pretty content. With not having Taylor around for meetings and or the game. So, again, Stephen going to join us tomorrow. We can ask him more about that. Zach Kiefer, in just a second, he was at the debut of Anthony Richardson, wrote on that. So we'll chat with Zach about what he saw on Sunday. Obviously, the big storyline from last night, Aaron Rodgers, sounds mm. like it is a torn Achilles for him, just waiting an MRI to confirm that. But that's what the Jets believe off of that. Uh, Zach Wilson... Or the field. And the field I'll choose, includes I'll choose death. Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, oh. Carson Wentz. Oh. Vegas has Nick Foles oh. as the current favorite. I, I mean, I would take Foles out, Foles out of those four. I mean, Zach Wilson's going to get yet another shot. He's going to be so bad. That line is so bad. They're going to boo him so much. Poor Zach Wilson, his beautiful, perfect hair, and his his hot mom, and uh, whatever else. How much well, did you his guys? Ho- his hot mom, or the mom has hot friends, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what Zach Wilson said? How much said? you and Jake were doing the show then, right? That wasn't before you well, guys, was it? No, I think that was, was when it? we were doing it. I yeah. mean, you guys had to talk a lot about that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. NFL market. Yeah. I mean, you know, Zach Wilson throwing some passes in the stands, so the mom's <laughs> friends feel like they're a part of the action. Oh, man, I have a buddy who loves older women. He loved Zach Wilson, and he was a Jets fan. He was in heaven. Then he loved Aaron Rodgers. Then he loved alcohol because of last night. <laughs> That's basically how it's it It's quite went. the path. By the way, Robbie tweets into the show and says, uh, why is Bowen trying so hard to find a reason to make a public appearance shirtless or in a Speedo? He says, you buy 15 windows from Window Nation, I'll run by your house wearing only three socks. Isn't the sock thing that was a Red Hot Chili Peppers thing again and also an uncomfortable thing i would never yeah. want to do in my entire life Robbie, i'll take my, I'll take my team losing 40 to nothing I, before that happens uh, before we get to that keeper <laughs> i do think the trickle down effect from last night that is colts related again aaron Rodgers is not going to reach that 70 percent threshold of playing time with the jets therefore green bay will not get their first round pick and that I'm bring sucks. that up because we know they were in the Jonathan Taylor trade talks from just a few weeks ago. 
if not having an additional first rounder, what could that do to their interest at all? Let's talk more about that and Anthony Richardson and much more. He is Zach Kiefer from The Athletic. Zach, let's start with the news item from last night. Uh, if you are the Jets, you rolling with Zach Wilson, or are you making a call to one of the washed-up quarterbacks Ooh. that's sitting on his couch? I'm just glad you guys didn't ask me about Zach Wilson's preference in, in older women. That's how we got <laughs> off that topic. I think he's um, made that clear. Dude, I, I have lived the veteran quarterback carousel. You've lived it, KB. This whole city has lived it the last couple of years in Indianapolis, and it's funny you hear the names being thrown out. Nick Foles, well, he was here, could not play last year. Just just wildly inaccurate, could not play. Phillip Rivers, I mean, was there some flirtation with the 49ers last year? If they had made the Super Bowl, he's probably the best bet. But what is Rivers by now, 43, 44? You hear some Carson Wentz talk. I don't think Carson Wentz is any better than Zach Wilson. I think they're going to roll with Zach Wilson. But this is the speculative part that's fun. It's, it's really a crushing night, I think, in a lot of ways for the NFL because the Rodgers storyline, whether you like him or dislike him, was endlessly fascinating. I'd agree. And you saw mm-hmm. what the Jets did. I mean, Robert Sala deserves a ton of credit. That defense is unbelievable. No one's talking about the other storyline being how utterly terrible Josh Allen was. But if, if, if to answer your question in a very long-winded way, I think they roll with Zach Wilson. I think it looks exactly like it did last year, and that's just a bummer because this defense is so good, and, and they would have been a really fun team in the AFC East. Zach Kiefer with us here on The Fan on the Pay Less Liquors Hotline. Zach, have not met you. Good to meet you on the radio. Can't wait to get out there uh, to some Colts games and uh, and shake your hand around the media buffet. When you look at the options at quarterback for the Jets and the potential options at running back for the Indianapolis Colts, which group is worse right now? Oh, man, I'm going, I'm going Colts. <laughs> I am too. There, there is no running back room. Like, the Colts have no running back room. I mean, this is, this is such an important part of Sunday's loss. Is like, Richardson was, was really good, I thought. He was really impressive in a lot of decision-making situations. They played a lot of heavy cover, too, which limits the deep ball, which was frustrating on Colts fans' part, right? They didn't take any shots. But the kid didn't force it until maybe the end when he kind of had to, you know, weave that ball in over the corner, and he didn't do it. But I can live with that. But the, the one takeaway I had walking out of that stadium was they got no run game at all. Like, they don't even have a semblance of an NFL running back room. Like Mike Chappell said, if you're dying for Zach Moss to return, like, that's a really bad spot. And I, I don't think it's crazy to say if 28's on the field, I know there's a lot of ifs. If he's on the field Sunday, they probably win that game because the Jacksonville Jaguars have to play them completely different. And I'm not saying I love Zach Wilson on the other side of this argument – but I hate the Colts running back room. I hate it in this roster. And, and if you look at a couple spots, it is so egregiously thin. And if this season's all about the kid, if it's all about the quarterback, why haven't you done a little bit more to help him? By that, I mean adding some – I mean, it was just staggering how, the, how much of a difference there was in skill position talent for the Jaguars on Sunday and for the Colts. Besides number five, the Colts don't have any real dudes. 
When we look at Zach Kiefer with us, uh, I'll follow up with this. We've talked about Carson Wentz and, and Matt Ryan and guys like Nick Foles. And then Indianapolis, when you look at running backs that may be out there, because they're going to have to add or at least try somebody out here this week. I mean, you're looking at Kenyon Drake or James Robinson or the aging Kareem Hunt. There's just, you know, for me, you look at the Jets, they don't have any options. I, I mean, on the waiver wire, the, the Colts don't have any options either. There's no one sitting out there that makes any sense, right? There's just nobody. If a guy's available September 12th, there's a reason he's available September 12th. Now, that doesn't mean there's guys out there that, that can't play. There's certainly guys that can play. And I think Zach Moss helps you. Hopefully he comes back this week. But this is the problem, and, and this is what Jim Irsay wanted. He wanted Jonathan Taylor to be in that backfield with Anthony Richardson, because over time, this season's not going to be about wins and losses. It's going to be about where is this team January 15th when the season's over? Where is Richardson? Does the arrow point up? Has Chris Ballard done enough to make you think they can keep moving it up with the right pieces? If you add, say, a Marvin Harrison Jr., you got to like that. But without Taylor, that just becomes so much harder. And this team's not going to have the home crowd behind it every week, and they're not going to have the same juice that you have on opening Sunday Every week, it's going to be really interesting to see where this team is at five, six games in without Jonathan Taylor. So, look, I don't, I don't love Matt Ryan, I don't love Nick Foles, I don't love any of these guys for the Jets, unless maybe Tom Brady pulls the biggest thunder <laughs> of all. I don't think Bill Belichick would ever let that happen. Oh man! But, I mean, I, I feel like Zach Wilson can win them six or seven because that defense is so good. I still like that situation better than the Colts running back room because they don't have one right now. Zach Kiefer is with us here from The Athletic. Again, Zach shifting into some more national stuff, but he was in attendance on Sunday for Anthony Richardson's debut. I thought the Trevor Lawrence question you asked him post-game, Zach, pretty enlightening in what Trevor Lawrence shared to Anthony Richardson afterwards in that, okay, you know, you got to protect yourself a little bit. And you look at Richardson right now and Exiting week one, there is a couple of lower body injuries. Sounds like he'll be all right, but there's you know a knee bruise and there's a little bit of ankle soreness. Um, I go back to the Chris Ballard quote, Zach. Like at some point, you have to deliver from the pocket. You know that, that that's a quote that Ballard said often about quarterbacks. And I'm curious, will that kind of always be a question for Richardson? Of at some point, you just get banged up or you get old, and the running element is just not the same thing. And, and I'm curious how that balance for him is going to play out of how much he runs, how healthy can he stay, and ultimately how much he develops as a passer. Yeah, that's a really good point, and that's got to be central to the Colts thinking this year, doesn't it? Like, who was Anthony Richardson's favorite quarterback growing up? It was Cam Newton, who absolutely, absolutely took over games and took over the league in his peak in 2015. He was flat-out unstoppable. But what happened two, three years later he wasn't even close to the same player, and he's out of the league right now. And I don't need to mention the other quarterback who had the same combine numbers as Cam Newton, who came out a year later and lost his career for a variety of reasons, including the absolute punish he took, punishment he took inside and outside the pocket, Andrew Luck. So that's the reality that Richardson's going to have to live with. And the, and the scary part is he's so big and so physically gifted that these hits won't show up right now, and he'll bounce back and he'll play through a lot this season. But it's the wear and tear over time that's going to get him. That's what got Cam Newton. And this wasn't one Friday Night Lights-esque shot that Andrew Luck took. It was an accumulation of years and years of beatings that got worse. Now, I'm not saying we're going to go down the same path with Richardson. He's so big and so strong. 
but he needs to slide. He needs to he needs to avoid those hits because if he goes down, you're looking at a completely Ooh. lost season. I mean, there's a reason he's playing right now, and if it's not for the wins, it's for the experience. And they they've got to get that through that kid's head. He's 21 years old, and if they want him here for a decade. He needs to avoid hits at all costs. Zach Kiefer with us. He's from The Athletic on the Pay Less Liquors Hotline. You make anything, Jonathan Taylor, uh, the Colts saying you can go ahead and stay home and not be at these games. Is that a storyline for you at all? No, it's not that abnormal. Now, I think it would be a very encouraging sign if he was there, but I don't think there have been any encouraging signs right. <laughs> over the last six or seven weeks. Maybe Chris Ballard's press conference a couple of weeks ago in terms of just finally the team opening up and saying, we still want this to work. Finally, somebody said something. Right now, we're just kind of waiting. Like The one thing we don't have in this big drama is Jonathan Taylor's words. Like, yeah, we've got a couple of tweets, but... I'd love to hear from him. Let's go back to the beginning. Where did this start? Why did you change your mind? Like, why has it gotten so bad? Why do you want out? You know, like, we need to hear from yeah. the player. Are you hurt? Sound like we're, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, among, among other things. It sounds like you could pass a physical tomorrow. And like a lot of players, if you get that contract, suddenly your, your body feels great. So we'll see. But, I mean, I, maybe I'm just a pessimistic former beat writer, but I don't see this ending well for Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. I see an exit. Zach, last one. Um, Just some great, great feature writing per usual out of you here as of late. The Howard Mudd piece was one of my favorites. What was maybe the most – Tom Moore, sorry. Um, The most interesting anecdote uh, in your your Tom Moore piece that you you discovered. Well, you guys are going to get mad at me because I can't say it on the air, but I'll – I'll color it up a little bit, but um, I think, you know, KB, you grew up in the Peyton days. I grew up in the Peyton days watching that team. You probably took it for granted a little bit, but my favorite story was, and Peyton and I were literally, I was almost crying. I was laughing so hard on the phone was, you know, they had this play and they didn't have a name for it. So Tom Moore basically didn't have the name he could call over the headset during a game in New England. And he basically just said, Peyton, just run whatever the F you and Marvin have been working on. And, and Peyton's trying to hear at Gillette Stadium. And it worked for a touchdown. And it was just, it was so fun to talk to him and to Dallas Clark and to Tony Dungy and to Larry Fitzgerald about the impact this guy's had on their careers. One of a kind. I think he should be up in the ring of honor for what he did for this team and for the quarterback that really built this city into a football city. So um, I'm not doing it justice. There's a lot more great anecdotes in that story. But that, that was a ton of fun to dig into with Coach Moore. He turns 85 years old in November and is still doing this? He gets to the office at 3.15 every morning. Oh, God. And I asked oh, the Bucks, God. and you guys get up early. I asked the Bucks employees, I'm like, <laughs> okay, who's there? And they're like, well, Coach Bowles gets here at 5 every day. So before Coach Bowles, it's Tom Moore and the janitors. He's 84. Can you imagine? Just kick up your feet, man. I, I don't he, know. He's what? a football guy. He's a lifer. He has nothing to do. It's absolutely incredible. That was a great, great read, Zach. Uh, anything else we should be on the lookout for? Yeah. Yeah, Christian Kirk's story coming out maybe this week or next week. He's the Jaguars player who you imagine you get a huge payday, something you've been working for your whole life, and on the day you sign your deal, you become an internet punchline and just ripped across the league for being overpaid. So. He really opened up on what that was like. That was not fun. And, and then some 
some really good logs in the fire down the line for the rest of the season. He's our own. He is Zach Kiefer off the Colts beat, but some great, great national insight that he is providing readers of The Athletic. Zach, good seeing you on Sunday, man, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll cross paths down the road. Sounds good. Anytime, guys.